0: On a Christmas Eve night, centuries ago, boy was it snowing hard, and old Santa Claus was half a bottle deep into the wild turkey, and so it became tradition. Santa Claus became a flaming drunk. Sweet story, wasn't it? Times haven't changed that much. Although nowadays I pack up the sleigh and listen to Just In Time with Justin and Carter. I love their beer reviews. <laughs> Current events, movie reviews, you name it and they're talking about it. It's popular all over the world, you know. Just In Time with Justin and Carter. Just a couple of ho ho ho's. But you didn't hear that from me.
1: Happy holidays and Merry Christmas this week. And welcome Merry, to the Justin Time Christmas. Show. It's not your turn, asshole. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Car- oh, I hate you so much. Uh, welcome to the show, Carter. Welcome back. Yeah. I was lonely last week.
2: Good. You need it.
1: I need some alone time. Yeah. <laughs> Did you leave and listen to the show last week? Nope. Thanks for your support. I appreciate you.
2: What did you talk about?
1: I don't remember. I was drunk.
0: <laughs>
1: I was hoping okay. that you would uh, like give a synopsis of the episode.
2: Uh, boring.
1: Huh. All right. Well, I did review West Side Story last week.
2: Oh, I like that.
1: It was, I think I gave it a good review. I'm not sure. All right. Carter, we're going to kind of just mix things up. So uh, this week, we got a really good show. Of course, the anticipated Spider-Man mm. No Way Home open this week that me and Carter will do <laughs> night a <monkey>. no... <laughs> night monkey.
2: Yeah, remember?
1: Uh, oh, that's right. Oh, you just watched that this morning. So we will be doing... Uh, non-spoiler review and stay tuned we will also be posting in a separate episode uh, one where we don't really give a rat's ass if you saw it or not it will be a spoiler filled episode um right after this they release the same day but for this episode you are safe we will do a non-spoiler review of course we will do our holiday movie picks of the week christmas is this week so we will pick a couple of you a couple of movies for you guys to kind of binge this week And beer reviews and all that jazz. With that said, Carter, how's your week going?
2: My week's going good. Um, I have a short work week. Thank God. I have Christmas Eve off, Christmas off, and then like three more days after that off, too.
1: Wow. You just have a lot of time off last week and this week. What are you doing with all this time, Carter?
2: Getting really fucking high.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh haven't talked to you much. We did go see Spider-Man. Um, that was probably that the was most cute, I've uh, talked to you. Cute date. It, it was It was nice. You bought... You know, you went out and bought popcorn. I was like, oh, that was nice. He's going to bring popcorn for everybody. No. <laughs> you bought, a what, a small popcorn, and so did yep. you yourself? So, yep. And I brought my daughter along, so I had to move my ass out and get a medium popcorn for a 10-year-old.
2: <laughs> and she didn't even eat it all. <laughs>
1: She never does. I usually get a large popcorn. I don't know why, but I think I'm downsizing. So lesson learned, I'll do a small next time. Small Small is so much. Well, what, even a medium was like, I think, nine bucks.
2: Did you see the drink I had?
1: Yeah, the one that wouldn't fit in any that, of the cup that holders. Was, that was a medium. <laughs> it's insane. And I don't know, even when I usually on a regular basis bought stuff I don't know why I always get the same size because we never finish it. Like, wow. I don't know. It's you like mesmer. Yeah.
2: I, I like the... Do they still have the, the microwave popcorn that comes with like the movie theater bucket?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so.
2: That that stuff's awesome.
1: That is. That is. That's why I brought my own energy drink into the movie today.
2: <laughs>
1: I didn't want to pay 10 bucks for a soda that I'm not going to finish. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, but there's, got, there's a lot going on this week, so I know we're not going to do our weird news. We're just going to kind of integrate it, have a casual conversation. This is why we're just so excited to talk about Spider-Man. So we just thought we'd just chat to lead up to it, and we don't want to do the review in the beginning, because yeah, all of you then, will probably then, just then, turn us off.
2: You're going to turn us off anyway. <laughs>
1: that, that's right. Well, we're <laughs> stalling to at least get the minute mark before they turn us off. But we'll kick it off. I mean, it wouldn't be a beer show without a beer review. So, Carter, since you were absent last week, I will give you the honors of going first.
2: Ha, oh, ha, oh, ha. Oh. I have the organic <laughs> Italian apple cider. Boopity-boppity. Cidro del Bosco. Is, is this French or Italian. Italian.
1: I like your French accent that just mutated into like a horrible Italian accent.
2: I poopity popity, I cook of the meatball. Jesus. And right. suck
1: at the titties. That goes good with a beer too.
2: <laughs> yeah. Alright, review your beer,
1: damn it. Oh,
2: it's it's pretty good. Six okay. percent? For a cider. Don't see that much. Okay. But it's not as good as uh Modello cider.
1: <clears throat>
2: Have you had well, that before?
1: I'm not a fan of the ciders. Like I don't know.
2: I hate Angry Orchard. It's just gross.
1: Can't yeah, if I want to drink if I want to drink juice or cider, I'll just drink <laughs> cider. I would prefer beer yeah. on a beer show, but. Yeah. All right. So, it's thank you for your in-depth review of your uh, cider with the horrible accent. So, Carter's review of what cider was it? Made from our farms. 100% organic Italian apples. Why you in the southern accent now?
2: <laughs> Cedro del Bosco. <laughs> organic Italian apple cider ingredients uh, organic and naturally fermented juice good god pressed from our premium Italian apples that are hand depicted during the harvest <laughs> uh, we select only the best apples for Cidro Del Rosso okay shut the fuck up I'm done <laughs> just reading the label
1: uh, no that, they want to hear this stuff I, I'm so distracted, I don't even remember the name of your cider, because I'm trying to decide what accent you're going to go with. <laughs> what, what's next? You never know. All right, out of five beers, what would you give it? Probably a zero, since it's not a damn beer.
2: Uh, I'll give it a two out of wow. five.
1: That's super low. Why are you giving it a two? I thought you said it was good.
2: It's good, but it's not good.
1: Oh, so average? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, since it's the week before uh, Christmas, just a couple days left, I went with a very festive-looking can.
2: Ooh. It's called
1: 20 Weeks of Pow. <laughs> Pow. <laughs> and I don't get the uh, correlation, because it, it's a very uh, snowy can with pine trees and Christmas trees. That doesn't sound very Pow. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know what the 20 days of POW is, but 20 pounds of uh, POW IPA sits at a 6.6. It's an Indian pale ale. Uh, it's It reminds me of drinking kind of a Stardust. Gross. Well, Stardust isn't bad. I mean, it's like drinking it have, TV static. Yeah, a little bit. And, you know, it, it's a little harsh going, it's that first IPA reaction, um, where you just get that strong aftertaste, mm-hmm. but it's actually not too bad. It's a very, it's a very good casual conversation beer where it's something you can sip. So yeah. it's not bad. You can definitely smell the hoppiness to it. And it's, when it comes to the Indian pale ale, it's definitely on the stronger side. So, okay. uh, I'd recommend it if you're into very hoppy beers or if you want something that just looks festive to hold in your hand at a family get-together. Or pretend you like IPAs. Exactly. Um, out of five beers, it's not going to make my top ten list this next year, but it is a decent beer. I will give it a solid three out of five. Um, hmm. I'm, I'm feeling generous since it's Christmassy and I feel like oh. I'm not going to get anything under the tree if I uh, give this beer a bad, bad review. That's adorable. You like that?
2: Yeah. Very festive. Yeah.
1: Well, Carter, you probably know there's a lot happening in the news this week oh, that's political. shit ton.
2: Go for it. But
1: No, but we're not going to get political on it. So I had to kind of s- salvage a lot of news articles since everything on the news is political this week. Um, but I do remember covering the Comos last week. I don't remember what I said, but I think the whole episode was a six-pack rant. I don't remember. Uh, (laughs) But the biggest thing, and I think I sent you a picture of this, was Alec Baldwin's phone got seized.
2: Yep, and then he said he wanted a bigger gun. Wait, what? Yeah. I missed that one. What? You didn't see that?
1: No. Tell me. Tell me about it. They
2: found a text message that said, I want a bigger gun from Alec Baldwin.
1: I'm assuming it's in regards to yeah. the movie, yeah. Not the shooter.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but here's the interesting thing on it. In no way, shape, or form does this say that Alec Baldwin uh, intended to shoot Helena Hutchins. But they they have some interest in this phone. According to the legal documents, Alec's phone was requested in the matter of the death investigation. The document said the seizure, search and seizure of the cell phone believed to be an Apple iPhone due to conversations with Alec Baldwin and and Hutchins, sorry, conducted through iMessages. So they're curious about something. I'm curious what's going to turn out from this. What do you think, Carter?
2: I, I honestly don't know. The jury's going to have to decide. Well, it's not a, he's not on trial yet, but do you think he did it intentionally? Well, no.
1: Yeah. But you should still at least face some consequences. Absolutely. But in the ABC interview he did, he said he didn't pull the trigger. Okay, that's not true. (laughs) I mean, I'm not a gun expert, but I don't know. And people are more educated than I am, but I don't know, when you point a gun at somebody and I don't, I think I have a better chance of winning the lottery than to have the gun have a mind of its own to just shoot itself. (laughs) But that's just me. Uh, funny
0: yeah.
1: Are you high right now, Carter? No. No. I just... I don't know. I just hear the munching in the background and I get <laughs> suspicious. All right. For the next 15 minutes, we're going into a new segment called Listen to Carter Eat.
2: <laughs> Did you hear that?
1: I heard it pop. What are you doing?
2: Eating chocolate.
1: Did you switch snacks from something crunchy to something that you can just melt in your mouth? What? What? Jeff Garland fired from the Goldbergs as next garter. Did you hear about that? What? How? Why? Uh, there is an investigation for some inappropriate conduct on the set. Being a comedian. Oh, no. Yep. And it's not as bad. Well, it's. If any, here's the political correctness of me. Anytime somebody is uncomfortable, yes, I mean, it's an issue. But he was telling inappropriate jokes on the set. There was some where they found him very hostile or almost borderline bullying. So uh, ABC uh, put out a statement saying it's a mutual separation. Oh. So uh, Garland was expected to continue filming in uh, the current ninth season but will no longer complete work on the Goldbergs. So this was an immediate uh, absence. So They should they have will at least let him kill his character finish. off. Yeah, so I'm curious on how they're going to do that. I mean, they'll probably take the easy way out. Knowing him will probably just die of a heart attack. <laughs> That's true. But I love the Goldbergs. That was a great show. Yeah. But they're going to continue with the uh, potential 10th season. What? Hopefully. We'll see how that works. Because right now this is the problem it's gonna have. I don't know how they're gonna do this because um this is a second cast member that's uh left. Of course, the grandpa passed away. Yeah. And the what other characters do we care about? What's I mean, her face? I, she's funny as a side character, but she can't there's no way she can do it by herself. Laney. Laney the. Uh, Laney already has her own spinoff show. I think was already canceled.
2: That show sucks.
1: Eh, it wasn't too bad.
2: Um, what's his face? The the guy the principal or whatever. Mm, yeah,
1: he carried that show. <laughs> he did. What's oh God? What's his name? I totally forgot. Uh, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I mean, in that show, that was he can totally do a solo spinoff show off of him, but. Laney, uh, no. Pass, thank you. Uh, I've con- Agreed. Uh, yeah. I'll watch the first episode without him to see what they oh, yeah. do, just she out was of curiosity. Like a, she
2: was like a, uh, a teacher, right?
1: Mm
0: hmm.
2: That's so
1: weird and random. Yeah. I mean, it was an okay show, but I, I don't know. It's kind of one of those you just put in the background for background noise <laughs> and do something else.
2: Or when you're like cooking and just turn the TV on,
1: but you're too lazy to change the channel type of stuff. Exactly. So it's not one of those that I'll just sit there and consistently binge watch. Okay. Yeah. But those are the two Hollywood stories for the week. I did binge watch the Goldbergs. It's a great show. I'm the first couple seasons
2: were, were way better though.
1: Yeah. I mean, they focus a lot on the nostalgic a piece of it in the beginning and they kind of steered away from it um to focus more on the characters but i kind of miss the first the original focus of being nostalgic
2: yeah where they'd be like talk about a certain topic for an episode mm-hmm. like yeah. uh like an 80s topic and then they'll like have cameos and stuff
1: yeah i like my favorite episode is uh when he went to t- and took his grandpa to go see the transformers movie and optimus prime died That was a great episode. I remember that. I remember watching that movie as a kid, too. That was devastating across the world. No. Poor Optimus Prime. Like when Iron Man died. Yeah, that was like the Iron Man of the 80s. Optimus Prime can't die. (laughs) He just can't. (laughs) Anyway... Well, let's since it's Christmas and I, don't, I don't really don't have that Christmas feel to the news this week, so I had to throw in a couple uh, Christmas themed stories. Okay. So, for all the cat ladies out there and Carters that don't <laughs> like animals, Wendy I Swen. Animals. I you know. But if you don't like animals and you want to have a creepy hobby, uh, you should be like Wendy Swin. She's 50 years old of Shanghai, has held the record for the largest collection of snow globes since 2005. How many snow globes do you think that would be? Like 5,000. Oh, you're close. Uh, 4,200 pieces. It's Holy insane. shit. So, they're estimated that she has spent over $165,000 on snow globes over the years.
2: What a waste. What
1: what do you think the most valuable one? Give me a dollar amount.
2: Um, uh, 10 grand.
1: Very close. Cause I bet you're Googling this right now.
2: I'm not. I'm trying <laughs> you're to a, open this chocolate.
1: God. You're a hundred bucks off at uh nine, uh, $9,900 is the prize in her collection. We will continue our segment of Carter eating, starting now.
2: Can you hear that? Yes, I can. That's me opening the chocolate.
1: What were you opening before?
2: What do you mean, this? Yeah. That's the bag where the chocolates are. Oh. And then the chocolate's ah. wrapped, and I have to unwrap what it.
1: Of, what kind of chocolate?
2: It's the little, the, like the Doves' dark chocolate. Ew. Like the Ew. shitty candy
1: people like give away because they won't eat it? Is that what you're getting for Christmas this week?
2: Yeah, that's what I'm getting for Christmas this week.
1: I have a whole bag of that. it looked look like your Christmas present's taken care of. Think okay. it's, I've had it since 2015.
2: <laughs> Whoa.
1: I think it was dark chocolate, but I think... I don't know. I'll just say it's white chocolate. It's kind of turned a little bit. Is it moldy now? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. You tell me after you have a few pieces.
2: I feel kind of sick.
1: (laughs) Well, here's another cool story. And this one, with all the crap going into the White House, this one is not a political story, but it's very nice to have some positivity going into the White House. And I'll give credit to the White House that they helped with this. And no, I'm not giving credit to Joe Biden. So a man proposes to girlfriend during a White House tour. Aww. So, and he did it, he does it in front of this uh, one of the family rooms with the Christmas tree already presented. It looks beautiful. Uh, Michael Sirey said that his girlfriend Jennifer Chafari were planning to take a tour of the White House with his nine year old <laughs> twins. Jennifer Safari? Jafari. Like Jafar oh. at a Len. <laughs>
2: Safari. <laughs>
1: So, uh, Michael contacted the White House staff in hopes of making, his, uh, making a and proposal plan. And then they plan. sniped him <laughs> from the roof. You just get Joe Biden on the phone.
0: Hello? Hey!
1: <laughs> pressure. So, the cool thing <laughs> in the <Pop>. picture. <laughs> well, the cool thing in this picture, you see Joe Biden wandering back and forth around the Christmas tree. <laughs> <And> <laughs> sniffing it. Yeah. And I, I think he uh thought that the Michael was Nancy Pelosi because he kept uh, waving at him. Palauski. <laughs> Pelosi. I don't care. She doesn't deserve my pronunciation. Uh so that's just a cool story. And no Joe Biden wasn't in the background if you're fact checking. He was watching Hallmark Christmas movies in the next room. <laughs> and sleeping in his recliner. <laughs> Alright, so that's a cool Christmas story, and this one is a fantastic, happy, and, well, I shouldn't say happy ending, but it, it's a good, fun story. Single man, 66, takes bold action to find love, erecting oh. billboard to find a good woman. <laughs> erecting. See. That's probably the only thing he can erect at his age is a billboard. But um. <laughs> ah uh, jim bayes is so determined to find love he paid to have a giant billboard advertisement erected i think they use this word erected in this article just they use it on purpose. on purpose yeah on the side of a texas highway which lets everyone i, I like your timing you're you're a funny man keep going <laughs> that's what your mom said all right uh driving on the road Knows he's in the market for a good woman. The billboard reads Wanted a good woman 50 to 55 ish. That's right. 10 years younger. That a boy. Uh, For talks and walks. Oh, here we go. And mutual acts of kindness.
2: Okay. I think
1: we've seen this guy in Misconnections. Oh, no. I I swear to God. No. Holy shit. He's a contractor. Close enough. (gasps) All right. Wow. So. Not only is he advertising on misconnections, he he probably gave up on that because he can't adjust the technology and he just put up a goddamn billboard. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Jim Bays. Good Jim luck to Bays. you. Jim
2: It's like you wanted to be Jeff Bezos. But you're <laughs> you just like the great value version.
1: <laughs> well, Jim he, I th- This guy's kind of brilliant, though, because you're like advertising. You have some extra income to put up a, a billboard. We can't even do that.
2: I yeah we can we can put oh we should do a just in time billboard yeah like with our Spotify
1: let's see if we can co-sponsor with Jim Bays maybe he'll give us a little section of the billboard and we'll save some money
2: <laughs> we'll help him we'll do a segment for him that says like like a a dating segment for him
1: oh that's beautiful Before like
2: we talk to women on the phone
1: for him <laughs> maybe we should get this guy on the show yeah. I mean, we should help him with his uh, technology needs. Yeah. Maybe we can help support.
2: Can you can you reach out to him or have Stacy reach out to him, please?
1: Yeah. I mean, and those of you that w- are looking for a date for Jim, his <laughs> number is 512-763-6187. Is that and really his number? That's what's on the billboard. Oh. And <laughs> let me clarify he is looking for a mutual... That is very pleasant. You just ruined Jim's <laughs> chances. And just to clarify, he is looking for mutual acts of kindness.
2: Hold on, I'm going to call him. What's his number again?
1: Are you really? Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, 512-763-6187. Make sure we all can hear, it, Carter. Can't wait. Leave a voicemail. Ask him to be on the show.
0: Uh, this is Jim, and I'm glad you called. Uh, please leave your name and phone number. And also,
2: is that well, his I'd name? like to
1: ask yeah, a couple Jim, of questions, Jim Base. You don't mind. Are you originally from the South? <laughs> and uh, he's originally from Washington, Carter, you, just so you know. Where
2: are you originally from? Or even if it isn't the case, where
0: are you originally from? Anyway, thanks for calling. I will get back to you as soon as I possibly can.
1: Tom will spread the word. We'll find him love. The mailbox is full and cannot accept time. Goodbye. Somebody's gotta reach out to Jim and tell him how to empty his voicemail (laughs) box.
2: Probably can't figure (sighs) it out.
1: (laughs) Jeez, not even an email on the billboard either. Jim, we're trying to help you out here, buddy. Well, it must be paying off. He has a full uh, mailbox. Okay, I have an idea. What's that?
2: Every time we record for the next, like, I don't know how long, like, for forever, mm-hmm. we should do a segment where we try to call him every
0: episode.
1: <laughs> okay, we're down. So, new segment, we're going to call Jim. We are dedicated to helping Jim out.
2: We need him on the show. To help him out. Yeah.
1: Sure, yeah. All right, <laughs> I love it. I love it it's amazing all right it's genius and you know what we have a couple cool love stories happening on the show today and this oh. one take yeah and i this one warms my heart mom who married a tree three years ago says relationship is still going strong
2: she's a mom of what a pine cone
1: well it says mom but i just said mom i don't know Same maybe thing. they plant oh uh, yeah Maybe they planted something, so now she's a mom. (laughs) I don't know. But, hey, no, this one is a lifetime movie waiting to happen, Carter. Remember we used to do that segment? My God.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: (laughs) This one is perfect. So I want you to, while I read this story, I want you to see if you can find out what the twist is before I say it. Kate, who changed her surname to Elder, When she and the elder tree wed in 2019 said the pair are more loved up than ever. This festive season. He or she 37 year old says her love has only grown since their wedding. (laughs) Uh, Since September 2019. She says her union changed her life for the better. Can you have any idea where this is going?
2: Mental illness.
1: You would think. It's a love triangle. Her and her boyfriend doesn't mind the extra figure in their relationship.
2: (laughs) What does he have to get jealous of?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would be jealous. I mean, I think she's getting more wood from the tree. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! You gotta look. That's probably what a forty-foot elder tree. Man, that guy must got
2: some wood to compare with there.
1: Yeah, I mean, when she comes home, you know you're going to have performance issues. You have a forty-foot <laughs> elder tree. That anyway, it's one of those relationships. So nice little love triangle. She said it's our third Christmas together now, so it feels almost like tradition to get the decorations out for it. Ah, this is crazy. When I was putting them up, putting them up, the tree was so attractive to me as <laughs> ever in the bright December. Did she song. have sex with it? It doesn't say. what's her name uh it is kate kate what i didn't put the last name in here because i i didn't think it's a public article oh oh wait no it says she changed her surname it was kate elder Elder. yeah the picture she's very attractive for somebody that marries a tree she
2: looks like a crack whore
1: well, maybe the tree's the dealer. Maybe, I mean, maybe, uh, I don't know. But, hey, she's in love with the tree. Uh, you think the boyfriend's in love with the tree, too?
2: Do um, you think they have threesomes?
1: sums? <laughs> I mean, the tree has enough wood to go around. I mean, look how many branches. my God. I want her on the show.
2: Okay, let's try to get her on the show. Does she have a contact?
1: Probably not. Kate. I mean, we'd have to probably do like a pigeon carrier. I'm
2: going to look her up on Instagram and follow her on our
1: Instagram. We got some creative people out on this right now. This is a good show. While you're looking up on Instagram, we forgot the uh, word of the day. So, oh, so in this segment, we're going to take the word of the day from Webster's Dictionary and we're going to translate it in Urban Dictionary. So today's word of the day is rankle. Rankle means to cause anger, irritation or bitterness. Urban Dictionary's version of rankle means when a guy's junk sticks to the inner part of his thigh, usually Mm -hmm. on a hot summer day. Here's an example. Hey, Carter, can you come over here and relieve me of my wrinkle? It's hot as hell, and I can't do it because I have groceries in my hand. Be gentle. <laughs> Think Band-Aid. Nice and easy.
2: Ooh. No. Rip that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sounds like a whip. Yeah.
1: I wasn't prepared for a sound effect. <laughs> my mouth does amazing things sometimes. Ooh. All right. And since Christmas com- is coming up, Carter, what would you recommend for people to watch this week with just Christmas coming in a couple days? What's your pick? Spider Man. We're not there yet. <laughs> We're both getting antsy, but we got to wait.
2: It's a Christmas movie now.
1: No spoilers. You don't have yeah. yours yet. Spider either.
2: Spider-Man gets 360 no scoped. What? On Rust. What? <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> uh, I sorry.
2: I don't have one. All right. 8 Crazy Nights.
1: You already said that one.
2: I know, it's so good.
1: It is. Out of all the Did Christmas I tell you movies, my you top can't
2: top 5 Christmas movies.
1: No, but I'd love to hear it since you can't think of one right now.
2: Uh okay. Number five is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. Number four is Gremlins. Mm Mm-hmm. Number three is Nightmare Before Christmas. Number two is Elf. And number one is
1: Eight Crazy Nights. That's a really good one. So, okay, instead of uh, a review, I'll give you my top ten. Okay. Okay. Actually, let me take a look here. <laughs> uh, so for mine, it is gonna be number 10, A Christmas Story. Mm. Okay, number nine, National Lampoons. Okay. Okay, number eight is uh, Eight Crazy Nights.
2: Nice. hmm
1: number seven, Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. And number, I got these all mixed up, so I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, Number six is gonna be The Grinch. Number five is gonna be Ernest Saves Christmas. I like
2: that Uh,
1: movie. So good. Uh, Number four, Home Alone two. Number three, Home Alone one. Uh, Number two, uh, Gremlins. And my all time favorite, Christmas movie is Scrooged with Bill Murray.
2: Oh, that's a good one.
1: That it is it's classic. And my top 10 is tradition. I do it every year, but you should for my pick this week, it was going to be to check out one that's very unknown called rare exports at Christmas tale.
2: All right. Check it out.
1: Check it out. All right. Are we getting antsy enough where we just want to jump right into it? Yes. All right. So, We did go view Spider-Man. Take a listen.
0: Spider-Man is in fact Peter Parker. Listen, I did not kill Mysterio.
2: The drones did. The drones that are yours. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, hang on. What just happened? When I shut that spell down, we started getting visitors. Looks like we got competition from every universe. Hello, Peter.
1: Hello, Peter. Hello, Peter. All right. I'm going to kick it off really quick, Carter. Then we're going to have, a, again, a reminder. No spoilers on this one. So, Tom Holland oh, This is going to be tough, but again, tune in to the next episode. We'll have a separate episode with spoilers. <laughs> uh, right, 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 right. Sorry, I'm downing my uh, jolly uh, Christmas beer here. <laughs> Tom Holland as Spider-Man returns to fix a mess Mysterio left for him from far from home after framing Spider-Man for his crimes. Things go terribly wrong after seeking help from Dr. Strange to create a spell to have people forget him. <sighs> Unleashing villains in his world. Okay, so here's the deal with me, and I'll kick it off, Carter, then you can jump in. Okay. Uh, I remember walking out of Spider-Man in 2004, just so you know, and saying nothing is going to top that. Because at the time, there wasn't a lot of Marvel movies. Uh, Spider-Man was kind of, some would argue, the kickoff to uh, Marvel. Yeah. And Spider-Man 2 was my all-time favorite. That was such a good movie. It was so good. Uh, And fast forward to 2021. And now this is the eighth in the franchise. And let me just say this before getting into it. This movie is filled with a lot of characters. And the number one worry is how to make a very exciting, fulfilling, nostalgic Spider-Man or superhero movie so many characters. It is easy to make the movie feel bloated with so much to cover and only a runtime of two and a half hours. Marvel has had uh, movies in the past with a ton of characters um, that some necessarily do- doesn't feel very fulfilling, but it's very exciting. But this one's different. Yeah. The director, very different. And we're going to get into it and I can't wait to hear it from you. The director, John Watts, who also directed the previous Spider-Man movies and the writers have a huge challenge and responsibility to fans in this one. It almost made me wonder when we were walking out, Carter, mm-hmm. makes me wonder the reaction of the producers and the director after reading the script. It, it had to be one of two things. I could imagine how the hell they're going to pull it off or it took minutes to just digest what the hell they just read. But with that said, I want to give a standing ovation for uh, the producers, writers, and director, and even the actors for going up to that challenge. They want to get to create the most fun, emotionally charged nostalgic Marvel masterpiece the balance between it really all the actors is a
2: masterpiece
1: it is um, and the balance the biggest thing that stood out to me on this one is the balance between all the actors and characters. It is absolutely fantastic. the chemistry between all the characters is at its top game. they also make it very unique that you don't have to hate the villains. The villains are very likable in this mm-hmm. one they are human. And the character serves a purpose, which is a spectacle by itself, because the characters you just love to watch. This movie deserves all the credit it will get, hands down, in my opinion. Hits all the bells and is the best of the Marvel franchise. I gave Spider-Man 2 back in 2004, three and a half beers. This one, a total four out of four. It is absolute perfection. Oh, yeah. Your thoughts?
2: Uh, I thought it was a really good movie. I, I didn't actually watch Far From Home. Yeah, mm-hmm. until like literally today, before we watched the movie, so I got like four hours of, like I got like five hours <laughs> of Spider Man movie today. It was awesome,
0: but so, uh, yeah. the
2: movie was really good. Had a lot of twists and surprises, and mm-hmm. like the chemistry thing you talked about, yeah, that's true because ev- everyone knows this. It's public about Zendaya and uh, Tom Holland dating. But their mm-hmm. chemistry and it made their chemistry in the movie look so much like realistic <laughs> because it is real.
1: hmm Yep. And the biggest thing that stood out, and I'm not gonna disclose anything that the previews already haven't, is the biggest thing is when we see a couple of the villains interact with each other, mm-hmm. you absolutely love the interaction. You wanna they're supposed to be villains and they're supposed to but they're absolutely incredible together it's like you're it's they're welcoming the audience into this conversation piece. So and it's so hard not to talk about spoilers on this one because yeah, there's so much to talk about. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I literally uh, don't want to say anything.
1: Yeah, but we're going to leave it at, um kind of to the aspect of it of the movie looks great, the actors are top notch. It's not bloated. They give equal exciting conversation piece to each of the uh villains and actors. Uh Marissa Tomei does a fantastic. Mm-hmm. This is the best she's done out of um her third of the franchise. Um and I'm glad they gave her some more screen time. So hot. That yeah. Um but God there I have never been so excited for a Marvel movie. Mm. They keep outdoing themselves and I thought endgame that was pretty good. There are yeah. some spots in Endgame that I thought were very forgettable. This one's going to stick with me for a long time. Yeah. Because I even think that uh, I brought my daughter with and she even got teary-eyed because she loved the movie so much. Wow. Like, she couldn't stop talking about it. So, Carter, out of four beers, what would you give it? Five. Four. Five. All right. right. You've heard that. Four out of four for Carter. So, cross the board. Go see Spider Man. Hundred percent. It's done insane at the box office just in the five days it's been available. What, we talked about this at the sh- uh, before the movie. How much There's is like this movie made? Eight hundred million. And I will be disappointed if this one doesn't. With the pandemic and people not going to movies, if you go to the movies, go see this movie. I want this one to top End Game. I want this to top Avatar. It deserves it. That's all I'll say. Because I it, really want to get into well, the spoiler episode.
2: Because Infinity War held the record for highest opening of all time, and mm-hmm. No Way Home just beat it.
1: Oh, so it did beat opening weekend then?
2: Yeah. Okay. Now, now No Way Home is the is about to be the the number one highest like ranking movie of all time.
1: You know, in the next five ten years, the top ten movies are probably just going to be all Marvel movies
2: well marvel's owned by disney yeah and, and they have star wars they have everything now yeah and their budgets are insane
1: well yeah i mean no matter what they can have a four hundred thousand or 400 million dollar budget and they're still going to come out on top
2: don't tempt them they could probably do a, they'd probably do a billion dollar movie probably
1: but i don't know black widow probably they uh, had to make a few little budget cuts after that one <laughs> but i don't know well and again i want people to tune into our spoiler full episode um that we're going to be posting at the same time as this one um but uh breaking news right now carter the nhl, NHL says it will pause the entire season over covid-19 that just posted what? that's insane also snl did their uh, what season finale yes.
2: Oh, my God, that was so rough to watch. Yeah. Tom Hanks up there, like, trying to rile
1: no one up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and they did it without an audience. They decided at the last minute, with uh, people out for COVID and the concerns, they won't do a live audience.
2: So is that the last episode, though? Uh,
1: I think of the season is what they said, so. Good. (laughs) Yeah. Not completely. But I don't know. You think Shutdown 2.0 is coming?
2: If I get another stimulus not. check, then I don't care. <laughs> but if I'm not getting a stimulus check, don't fuck with my air. I don't know. You, I was to you read that Ryan. off
1: of a protester sign?
2: I was trying to make it like a protest message, but I failed.
1: You should be like a COVID Dr. Seuss. <laughs> you should start selling some protest posters with that
2: vaccines big or small
1: <laughs> jesus all right carter covered all the topics i'm still excited to talk about spider-man so why don't we end this and jump right into the next episode um where we can talk about whatever the go- the hell we want sound good sounds good all right so carter and myself would like to wish everybody a merry christmas if we don't talk to you send your emails Follow us on Instagram. Message us. Be safe this holiday season. We love you. We thank you for all the success you've helped us with on this show. And we wish nothing but the best wishes to the brand new year. Carter, do you want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas?
2: Send us money.
1: (laughs) Gift cards.
2: (laughs) Total wine gift cards.
1: Oh, my God. That said, tune into the next episode of Spider Man. And to all of you, Merry Christmas.
0: You've been listening to Just in Time with Justin and Carter. It feels Santa's heart with joy to know that these two good-looking, smart little fellas have been, well, kind of good and kind of naughty Santa-likey. To reach out, hit up podcast.justintime at gmail.com. You can email the fellas with beers that you want to be covered. I would say one and all, but that's just me. Send feedback, questions, or an email on why you'd be a good guest on the show for a chance to appear. Follow the show on Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram at Justin Time Show and on Twitter at JTime Podcast. Till next time, this is Big Daddy Claus signing off.